0: Welcome to the Clarity Confidence Connection Summit, where women break through barriers, unlock their next level of success, and build bonds with other badass business owners. Your host for this session is Ranchelle Van Bryce. Ranchelle is a business intuitive, sacred commerce coach, author, and podcast and TV show host of Ignite Your Success. She is magnificently obsessed with guiding women to live their best lives. Ranchelle puts her passion into helping women flourish triumph, and prosper. Whether that's professional success, physical health and wellness, or thriving personal relationships, she moves them towards the something different that they are yearning for. Ranchelle is one of the co-creators of the Clarity Confidence Connection Summit. She has another amazing guest coming right up. Take it away, Ranchelle.
1: Okay, I have the most amazing guest ever. I do, I do. So Danielle is, started out, um, well, there's so many levels that for Danielle. so we have this like well i'm not I live from saskatchewan she lives in saskatchewan we know the same people and uh she's a client and a friend and so i'm super excited and i'm a little nervous i'm a little <laughs> nervous interviewing her which is really fun uh for me nervous is good nervous is fun and i think it's because for me danielle's story is so like amazing her personal journey uh, her business journey and what she's going to share with us today about healing in the halls. And it's so needed. So oh I said I'm gonna cry. I promise I won't <laughs> cry. I promise I won't cry. I'm just so um honored. I feel really honored that you said yes to coming on the summit. So thank you so much, right? Thank you very much for, for doing that. So uh, overcome with emotion. All good. And so oh. right I <laughs> know I know I'm sorry. And so allow me the opportunity Danielle to introduce you. To everyone so for as long as danielle can remember she has always wanted to be an educator uh danielle's love for learning and sharing with others is a lifelong passion and crusade to which she devotes her heart and soul within her career path as an educator she has engaged and inspired others as a teacher learning coach assessment and data consultant <laughs> vice principal and now principal her favorite and most important role however is as a mom Born in BC and raised in Saskatchewan with her family, her roots are here in the land of the living skies. The art of sharing stories comes from her grandfather and father, who instilled in her a love of the art of communication and making connections with all that you meet. Through these experiences, stories and the love of learning and educating, the idea of creating a collection of stories, problems, and most importantly, solutions emerged. As the society moves through birthing the birthing canal, the new world, and a new life after a pandemic, she believes students, educators, parents, and leaders need a roadmap. And this is a cause that has become near and dear to her heart. As we dawn, as we move through the dawn of a new era, much of the impact on our children, our educators, our educator system and communities has yet to be determined. Danielle's response to the question did you always know you wanted to be a teacher? She said, I used to line the dolls up and eventually my sisters so I could teach them. For the life of me, I cannot recall just what I was sharing with them, but I'm sure it was important. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Thank you so much, Danielle, for being here with me. Your topic, Healing in the Halls, you know, when we first started talking about this, um, it moved me so much because, you know, my kids are out of school now, but, you know, just as being... In someone who's in awareness, right mm-hmm. in awareness of uh, and can observe what was going on, I, there were so many times that you and I talked about the depth of emotion and feelings mm-hmm. that are our, our educators, who are adults, right, trying mm-hmm. to navigate. But really, um, you and I talked about the depths um, of the emotion and feeling on the kids and so if you could just share your story with us um about um you know a how you got here uh just you know and really the effect right like the day it's, it's like the day of the pandemic when it when it hit like right that 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 day in march Right. Mm -hmm. So please, I'm going to take the take the mic, please.
2: (laughs) Yeah, sure. Thanks for having me. It's really an honor to share. I am definitely nervous. I wasn't expecting all this emotion, but I think when things are so um, near and dear to your heart, you get like that emotion. But anyways, um, so I've been an educator for a long time. And in my education role, I have um, had so many experiences. So I've worked in different schools with all age groups of kids. And of course then adults as well as I was them as their learning coach, so helping them with, with curriculum. But what you find that the curriculum always comes second. It's like the people um, that you work with, that's what comes first, right? So that's always the most important thing. And you, the curriculum is what sort of helps you navigate sort of what you do and how you do the things. But um, the pandemic, we didn't have any toolkit for that. Um, it was always it was a new thing and it was very, it was changing all the rules and how we, you would navigate if was school going to shut was it not or what all the things so um through the pandemic i was the principal at um two different schools and the vice principal at a different one so through three different schools through, through all of this change and i was like wow you know, how? what is the similar things of all of that other than myself. So I took a lot of information from that, a lot of awareness, a lot of thinking, a lot of talking with the people and how are we going to um see yourself through that at this point in time so one of the things that um it caused me to do was reflect on how are the people doing how are people doing like and for most of it we were behind the mask so you had to learn how to read like their eyes um and the eyes tell a story you know huge story so sometimes you could see that light in their eyes sometimes you could see the darkness and I'm like i wonder what what's causing that darkness today you know Yeah. anyways just to just to backtrack a bit um, when I started my interview process to kind of get myself to this um, piece that I'm writing um, I asked everybody the same question where were you or do you remember what was going on that day in that moment and absolutely everybody could remember even some could remember what they were wearing like the moment they were just what they were doing um, like even some smells like it was just really remarkable so that is etched in our memory and mind forever and even I re, um, remember myself too I couldn't be at school at the time with the kids I was away and all of a sudden school was shutting down and I'm like oh my god what are we going to do I haven't even got to say goodbye to the kids like when will I see them again you know all these questions and the kids too you just didn't know what was going to happen anyway so um that's when the piece of technology sort of ebb and flowed for everybody and we had to learn how to go online all like all out yeah. and um through that time then we learned a new skill set for sure so that was one thing that has lived with us through all that time is that um skill set of the technology that we can still infuse in our learning um still today but one of the problems um that still kind of emerges through it is um, that optional piece. Like in some provinces, it was optional to carry on through school or not. And um, some of the kids, even in grade 12, they were like, I'm done, I'm finished, i have graduated. Whatever marks I've got today is what I've got. And so that was really odd, that whole feeling. And then there was other kids where they wanted to get better. So we found the ways to um, work with them. Um, sometimes in the lawn chairs out on the street you know I'm not sure if that was proper but the kids needed some time and some space right and some connection and because you know when you're in grade 12 grade 11 all those things are you're applying for scholarships still we didn't know how university or any of that was going to look right but you still had to get yourself there in some way (laughs) so there was all these creative pathways that we had to think of um, to keep our connections alive with these children. Right.
1: right. Love them. And there's two, I mean, um, there's the, the, like two poignant and significant points. You know, one is, do you remember where you were? at audience, like, do I remember what I was doing? I was actually doing a four-hour um, strategic marketing session with someone. And we were, um, when she came in, she said, you're not going to believe what I heard. And then she was like, they're talking about, like, shutting shutting us down. I was like, shutting us down? What do you mean? She's like, as in we can't, like, we have to stay home. And I'm like, what? Like <laughs> <laughs> uh, What a what? Uh, so just so the audience, do you remember where you were, or what you were doing? Put one in the chat if you do, or even if you want to share where you were. Um, mm-hmm. So I think that's, it's like when my, my mom and I, when I was growing up at home, my mom said, you know, when Kennedy was shot, uh, even though she's canadian if you asked most people when can you shot people know that was a significant right or martin luther king and i think for us in our age like right it's like do you remember when this will be like our 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 you know moment in time the second thing is is this you had talked about the significance of the kids it was optional. Like all of a sudden something that was mandatory became mm-hmm. optional. And the and um, the attitude of, well, I'm just gonna take what I have so that I can what? Because it wasn't like they were going to go do something. It was then for them to Netflix and chill, right? Just yeah. I'm just gonna because <laughs> I can't go work. Yeah. Right. And yeah. so I can't go to school. So I'm just gonna hang out and Netflix and chill, game, Snapchat, like all of those things. I re- and I remember thinking that's going to have a serious effect on us
2: mm-hmm.
1: because how many of those people, the uh uh, st- we'll say students, still have that attitude, Danielle. Like, what are you seeing? They still have the attitude of like, well, it's optional. I don't really want to go to work today, mm-hmm. and um and so I can I can tell my boss. Um, I don't feel like coming to work. I'm, I'm stressed. Mm-hmm. Like I'm having, I'm, I, I'm, I need a mental health day. And, and I've seen a lot of that in my daughter's age and, uh you know, and younger of that. And so are you still seeing the results and the effect of school being an option?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. At times it is like that. Um, it's really hard to change a mindset you know when you get into this um, new rhythm Mm -hmm. of being home not able to go anywhere so you find these connections elsewhere and that became those technology pieces for sure Mm -hmm. and so that disengagement is I want to say it's getting farther away from being um, a huge issue Mm -hmm. Um, but last year we had so many issues with that just in worldwide it wasn't just in our area it was like it's like its own pandemic now yeah. epidemic I guess you could say where yeah. that option to come to school or use um use the anxiety like you talked about, like it has become a thing where it's become a different tool for survival for different people in different capacities. And so finding the way to re-engage the community um, and I just am kind of talking more about the school community, right? Like back into school, making it like an understanding that's important, like, you know, what we do, um, it matters, you know? So finding the way to help the kids I guess, just like those baby steps of back into that whole systemic, um, whatever institutional sort of learning space that we're used to, but yeah. changing it a bit, you know, so that um, like the baby steps are like those soft entries into, into the school, into the classroom, into things that they're used to um, that they like to do. So um different things like the sports or like a team thing, but some kids weren't ready for a team kind of thing yet, so maybe they needed like to do the coding so that was a technology bridging piece so they could learn how to code. Um, We did the often things like um, knitting and crochet clubs so they're on their own kind of thing but still in a group. Um, the creative writing classes that we have after school so just little things little opportunities even sewing um, for kids to come and do some woodworking just like some little soft baby steps to re-engage them back into the school community to know that school is beyond just academic kinds of things so that was a way to sort of um, re-engage the disengagement and, uh, and I do feel That that disengagement's getting farther away from from what it was, which thank goodness, because it was pretty hard.
1: It was pretty hard, right? And then when we're talking about like the healing in the hall, (laughs) which is a book that you're writing, and you're talking about that, and so um, why don't you share that? You know what uh, what that book is all about? Because I think uh, it's so needed, um, Mm -hmm. and there's so much incredible healing information in that book.
2: And, you know, and that's what I realized is that healing um, is only going to happen if we begin the process. And through that process of asking questions, um, the interviewing that I did with um, people from around the world, educators, superintendents, a few students, which I'm going to do more of down the road. But I when I reached out to just a few people, I couldn't believe the response. Everybody wanted to share their story. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm like, well, of course we do because it was kind of like this happened, but then it was like, it's over, you know, you now you got to just like take that mask off and go back to business as it was. And yet, we didn't really talk about what happened. We Mm -hmm. just sort of went through it and kind of did all the things that you needed to do to make it happen. And, Mm -hmm. and so now this healing in the halls, um, the name was just kind of interesting that it even came about. But as I go up and down um, the hallways, I'm like, And that's what I'm doing. Uh, We as educators, we're we're just wrapping around kids. We're just talking to them side by side and just like, oh, what's going on in your world today? How's it going? What do you have after school? You know, different things like that, providing different breakfasts um, and even have music in the hallways where we're playing the piano and the drums and just like a guitar, like just different little um, spaces where we've created that. And at first the kids were like, what is going on what are those teachers doing in the hallway (laughs) and pretty soon you know they're all there with you too and and I've left the piano out and now different kids are um playing just on their own they just come and sit and just play so that kind of healing looks different than academic right so it's that nurturing piece so I feel like um the healing in the halls is just a huge um systemic sort of change that I'm trying to instill so this book will include all these conversations that I've had with the with the educators and families um that have been able to work with me as, so far and then we have a roadmap um I shouldn't say we have a roadmap in there of how to navigate the unexpected kinds of things that happen and this pandemic was one of them but the response to this pandemic is actually necessary in in all sorts of different things that we might have to respond to. So the trauma um, is what I would almost say that we've experienced through this pandemic because um, there was no experience for what we've experienced. Uh, nothing to kind of hang on to to say oh in my toolbox oh I know how to navigate that but you don't so it's very traumatic And some families it really was an emotional time for them where it was really hard and yeah. it um, sort of bubbled things like to the surface that maybe you didn't even know were happening there yeah. so it was a very vulnerable time as well so different pathways or avenues of trauma have been experienced so now it's like how do we heal that how do we how do we insert ourselves into those lives to help them with that so i really feel that um this healing in the halls is going to be a ripple effect that comes out into the community into you know hopefully the world around
1: yeah because i you know i think that it's interesting for you know for me as well as that so you know we we three years right like we had you know three years of of um this and then it's like one day a magic wand was waved and it was like and now we're good and I remember thinking how do you how do you create like not so how is it that this trauma is created mm-hmm. and then uh a magic wand is waved and it's like well now y'all can go back to normal and 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 we're good and I thought like omg like there's going to there's so much like this will affect us. Um, and, and, and you know, folks, I want to let you like it's I'm not from like a this is like we're doomed for failure and but just <laughs> the awareness of there are long term effects of what went on.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And if we're if we don't bring if we don't bring those to the service, we're not radically honest. So I talk about in, in, you in know, my practice being radically honest. If we're not radically honest with ourselves. About Mm -hmm. what this meant for different people, Mm -hmm. um, right? Then the long-term consequences are, I think, one of a lower. I would say of a lower density energy. If we if we talk about it, if we bring healing to the halls, if we are radically honest with ourselves and with our families, uh, with our communities, and we can have real conversation about what this looks like for people, the trauma, right? The post-traumatic stress disorder that we mm-hmm. see, you know, happening, the, um, you know, and even subtle things, right? Even subtle things can happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, for me personally, as, and and uh, I'll share this and then I'll get to, uh, have a question for you, Danielle. Um, for me personally, what happened was I have my, I moved my, my office to my, to my home and I uh my business carried on because I knew about Zoom. I'd been doing webinars, you know, for, uh, well, since like 2006. So the technology piece I had, mm-hmm. the the consequence for me was I don't have to leave my house now. Right. And, right. And And so, you know, and so at first I wasn't allowed to leave my house <laughs> and then it was like, well, I don't have to, because I, I ordered everything online. I ordered my groceries. It was delivered. I ordered staples. It was delivered. I ordered chapters. It was right. It was delivered. Or Amazon. It was delivered. I didn't have to leave. And I remember, you know, Rob coming home one day and saying to me, "We need to go out." I'm like, "No, I'm good." It was cold. It was in January. And we, he said, "We need to go out." I'm like, "No, I'm good." And he said, "Ranchal, you haven't been, you haven't left the house for three weeks." I'm like, "No, I haven't." He goes, "Like, you have not left the house for three weeks." <laughs> Because there was lo- there was no gym to go to, there was no yoga to go to, yes. and I was like, I realized I had I had hermited and you know it became easy for me to hermit, and it took me yeah. a long time to get out of that. I'll just have the groceries delivered, mm-hmm. and Rob's like, no, we're going to get groceries. I'm letting get groceries too, right? And so
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: right. So as we're ending our conversation, I you know what um you know, first of all, I guess, let's talk about you have this beautiful gift. And so your your free gift is healing in the halls session. And so what is that all about?
2: Well, that would be an opportunity to share their story with me too. And and it could be included in the book too, if we want. So that would be a beautiful opportunity to share that time together, for sure.
1: Thank you very much. And so, uh, so that's, uh, for those of you who I want to have a conversation with Danielle about healing the halls, maybe some of your observations or, um, you know, maybe uh, you have a question for her. I know that she's open to questions. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's, that's the, it's a, just in the link, you know, would happy for, happy for you to, to converse with her. I've had many conversations with Danielle. I love talking to Danielle. <laughs> um, and so you're right, it's just, it's easy. So I would highly encourage those of you um, who have a, have a message and story that you want to share with her. Danielle, we're about um, one minute away uh, uh, until uh, we have our music. What would be one thing that you'd like to leave with us?
2: Hmm. Well, there's so many things, but I think one of the big things is just to give yourself grace. No matter what you're going through, Um, you just have to go through it and let yourself have that grace, that opportunity to Find your way into whatever kind of brings you joy in that moment. So even when you're at school as a child, like there's always things that are going to bring you joy. So if you could connect yourself to those people and to those events and those situations, I would I would love for that to to be what you choose.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I think what you're like the, the <laughs> message to that last bit of wisdom is is um connect like connect with people uh don't 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 harm like that's what i did right don't mm-hmm. hermit but connect be uncomfortable with going out we became yes. used to staying at home that became our norm yes. and so you might actually need to move through the discomfort and mm-hmm. to do it even though you don't want even though you don't want to right and because i think when you oh. get there you're like oh yeah remember these times you know mm-hmm. when we when we did all of this and so once again i want to thank you so much for being here with me um particular i'm honored to have you here i was so excited that I was the one to to interview. <laughs> like It was just random, everyone. It wasn't like I said, right? Uh, so, it, so I, yeah, I just absolutely love um, that you're here. Next up, everyone, in in um, this room here, or I guess the next room in my track, I call it, is none other than Candace McKim, one of the co-hosts. I get to I interview Candace and she's going to talk about women and worth, wealth, and wellness. I have to say that really slow, right? <laughs> so women and worth, wealth, and wellness, Uh, Barbara says thank you so much for sharing this tender talk it was a tender talk wasn't it it was absolutely fantastic and so I encourage all of you to connect with Danielle Uh, she is amazing and you will feel her tenderness that's a a, Barbara thank you Um, there's something about uh, Danielle that I've always wondered and that's exactly what it is you'll feel her tenderness uh, across the waves and so I do encourage all of you to uh, take a moment uh, grab her link (laughs) and connect with her so thank you so much danielle thank you you taking time from school um you know so i appreciate that it's been awesome sarah thank you so much sarah's producing the back end and you can take us away with the music thank you
0: thank you for joining us for another amazing session on the clarity confidence connection summit where women break through barriers unlock their next level of success and build bonds with other badass business owners For recordings of all sessions, plus an amazing VIP gift bundle full of courses and resources from our knowledgeable speakers, you can upgrade to a VIP ticket for only $97. If you have any questions or run into any challenges during the summit, email our support team at breakthrough at clarityconfidenceconnection.com. Stay tuned. We have another fantastic speaker coming right up.